0: Welcome to Go Beyond the Veil. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, intuitive energy healer, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I am also the host of Love from the Hip.
1: And I am transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. This show was created to put your skepticism of the unknown to rest and to make spiritual sense.
0: Today on Go Beyond the Veil, we are thrilled to have Sarah Surrenders. Sarah is an intuitive healer who works with sound, grace, and guided intuition. Upon beginning her awakening journey, Sarah turned to sound healing as the sound invited her to assist herself in transforming her life. Over the last seven years, Sarah has devoted herself to the power of sound, grace, guidance, and healing as a lifelong journey in full trust and faith supported by the divine. Having first healed herself both physically and emotionally, she now reminds people of their own capacity to heal themselves as well. She holds sacred space to allow people to journey within, empowering them to remember their roles as their own greatest healers. Sarah has complete faith in the power of sound, vibration, frequency, energy, and intention to bring people back into their natural state of resonance. She is a space holder, an assister, a vibratory companion, and a grounding presence who takes you on an inner journey of discovery through sound and to sound and silence.
1: The majority of spiritual paths and religions believe that sound was the primary force of creation. Even from a Western scientific perspective, we talk about the Big Bang, signifying that the creation of the universe was somehow sonic in origin. Modern scientists, like our ancient mystics, tell us that everything is in a state of vibration from the very tiny to the very large. Modern physicists also understand that energy and matter are related. Therefore, if all forms of energy are putting out a vibration, All that energy can be considered sound, whether we can hear it or not. Knowing that all matter vibrates, we can move on to explore the idea that every object, including every organ, bone, and tissue in our body, has resonance, or a natural vibratory state. When the body is healthy and balanced, these vibrations are in harmony with each other. When the body is imbalanced, it is in a state of dissonance. The resonant quality of its constituent parts are in disharmony. Sound has been used as a healing instrument for thousands of years. The ancient Greeks used music to cure mental disorders. More recently, scientists have utilized sound to shatter cancer cells and bacteria with high frequency vibrations. Physicists use the word entrainment to describe the way in which vibrations of one object can affect the vibrations of another object. Simply put, when we open ourselves up and allow sound to permeate our bodies, it can assist in clearing energetic blockages and thus fa- facilitate healing on a mental, emotional, and physical level.
0: Today on the show, Sarah will share her knowledge and experiences as a vibrational alignment coach and sound alchemist. We will discuss how sound works, its benefits, and its ability to make profound changes to our lives on so many levels. So stick around after this quick break. Peach fuzz is great
2: What a concept. Sakura Skin and Mind wants you to look your very best, and dermaplaning is just one tool in their chest. Find out about dermaplaning at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A, skinandmind.com. We bring out the healthy skin and healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had.
3: Alternative Talk 1150, online at 1150kknw.com.
0: Welcome back to this episode of Go Beyond the Veil. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, intuitive energy healer, and your host, Sakura Sutter.
3: And I am
1: transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. Join us here on KKNW at 2 to 3 p.m. every second Wednesday of each month as we try to put your skepticism to rest and make spiritual sense. Today we have the pleasure of having Sarah Surrenders on our show. Sarah is a vibrational alignment coach and sound alchemist.
0: Hi, Hi, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Hello. (laughs) So where are you joining us from today?
4: I am from Montreal, Quebec, Canada.
0: Oh, beautiful. welcome. (laughs) So have you always been drawn? Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have you always been drawn towards sound?
4: Always since I first heard it. So since the beginning of my time here on this planet. Deeply in connection, deeply in resonance with the power of music and its ability to wake things up within
0: ourselves.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And did you ever imagine yourself working with people in this way?
4: <laughs> Never in a million years. <laughs> I was very shy and not at all musically inclined, no matter how much I tried. So, this is quite a surprise and quite a revelation, if you will. It was a calling.
1: Uh, How were you first introduced to sound healing, and what was your first experience like?
4: So I was uh, in Bali recovering from a a divorce and a broken heart, and I was very lost uh, in my life and looking for clarity and perspective and understanding, and I really went to go and find myself. And ironically, the first night I arrived in Bali, I saw a sign on the wall for sound medicine, and right away, I knew that was the sign that I was looking for, for my own healing journey, uh, not at all as a career. That's I didn't look that far ahead, but it just called me to go and lie down and attend and receive and feel what it was that sound medicine had to offer. And it was magnificent and powerful and life-changing, really. And so it shifted you right away? immediately just because it brought me to see the different layers and the places and the pieces of myself that were very difficult to look at, but that needed to be acknowledged and addressed and dealt with.
1: And was that more of a a mental experience, a physical experience, an energetic experience, all of the above? (laughs)
4: A full body. It was like getting put in a washing machine. And I often say that Bali, Ubud, specifically actually means medicine in Balinese. And every time I go to Bali, it's like putting myself in a washing machine in terms of having everything just aired out and cleaned. Hmm. Um, And so, yeah, it, it worked on every aspect of my being. And it wasn't just one sound healing that you went to, correct? No, I got a, I got a message. I had a voice that came through to me and it told me five sessions for five weeks for a total of 25 sessions and at the time when I was lying down there, my mental was trying to take over and say, well, they don't even have that this often and I just, when I got out of the session, I made sure that I found myself five sound baths a week for those five weeks and I went through quite a journey and a process of transformation. Yeah, so you were shedding a lot of things too. Oh, just to give you an idea, when I arrived, I had full-blown cystic acne. And when I left, I had beautiful, radiant, clear skin. That's incredible. Yeah. It was was (laughs) remarkable, really, the difference in such a short time frame.
0: Amazing. So what instruments do you use in your practice
4: I use a variety of instruments. I began really mastering the Tibetan bowls and I spent my first uh, four years really becoming very skilled at using those. And then I added uh, drumming and voice. Uh, That was a big jump for me to share so vulnerably mm-hmm. um, of myself and the sounds that emerged from my mouth that was a little bit terrifying. And then I added gongs and tuning forks and crystal bowls and um, different shamanic elements and ocean drums, rattles, mm-hmm. wind wands, all kinds of all kinds of sounds that resonate and feel good to me. Awesome. I bring them to my sessions.
0: So I should back up here. So how did you make the bridge then going from receiving sound healing to actually giving it?
4: Yeah, I didn't think that would be a bridge I would take. I was actually, um, I nearly died. I spent seven days in the hospital. And um, after not eating and not drinking for seven days, there's a little bit of a a process that happens, an initiation, if you will. And I suddenly, I heard a voice when I put my hands up. I put them up in the air and I said, like, what do you want me to do here? I need some help, I need some answers and I'm so lost and a voice came down and it told me it told me three things and one of those things was that I was the sound healer and that I could heal and help myself. Because after coming back from Bali, I didn't find anything like that here at home. And I felt myself disillusioned and lost and was like searching for it and seeking for it. And it wasn't here. Mm -hmm. And so then the voice said, it's you who's going to bring it here. And I I went, okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Step right into that.
4: Yeah, it's scary. Very scary. Talk about out of your comfort zone. It's completely out of my comfort zone, this whole thing. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, I find it interesting that at the beginning, you say that, you know, you didn't feel that you were musically inclined. And now as a profession, you're playing all of these different instruments and using your voice. And I assume that just happened slowly over time. Um, But did you take any training? Or is this just all something that you learned on your own?
4: I have to say that I'm still not musically inclined, though. I did music (laughs) for five years at school. My teachers begged me to stop coming, but I actually have over 400 hours of training in different sound healing modalities and different energy modalities. And the irony is I don't apply anything that I was taught in my sessions. It's really an intuitive channeled process of just Mm. being with what's there and not worrying about the musicality of it and it just it works and people love it I mean they come back so obviously it's doing something for them that's great did you have a mentor through this I didn't actually I really walked this path by myself and that's kind of been the story and the path of my life is solitude and silence and following my own guides and no there wasn't a human guiding me but I definitely had galactic guidance if you will yeah yeah
1: (laughs) Uh, You know sound healing is definitely becoming more prevalent and I think like any other modality out there You know not all practitioners are equal I've definitely gone to a lot of different sound baths um, and a lot of different sound healers, and I would say that the Experiences are not the same. So what do you think it the difference is like what does it take to be a really effective sound healer?
4: Mm, It's a great question. I think like anything if you want to be a master at what you do It's that you're completely devoted to your practice and that it's not being driven by commercial reasons or or the popularity of something, but it's that you've been deeply called to step forward and to share from a space that is um, completely in alignment with your soul mission and your purpose. And it feels right in your heart and you're excited about waking up every day and offering and sharing in the way you share. To be a sound healer requires... tremendous amount of investment of time and energy and and buying the equipment and taking the courses it's it's quite um it's quite something to take on and do it seriously so it requires a certain amount of, of devotion and dedication and trust and surrender and faith and um i think that when you feel that the person is doing it for the right reasons you know it and you can hear it in the energy that they're transmitting through the sounds because the practitioner of anything is deeply affecting the results and the experience
0: yeah yeah that's beautifully put well
4: thanks for that Well, we're gonna have to
0: take another break but everyone stick around for more go beyond the veil
5: a health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime it leaves us frightened confused and asking why did this happen to me Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-E-I-C-H dot com.
0: Did you know that your skin is your body's first defense against disease and infection? Brio Tech knows and has developed their topical skin spray to enhance your skin's natural healing responses and defenses. Briotech is all about providing its customers products that help promote skin wellness. Briotech topical skin spray is a light misting spray, free of added fragrance, oil, alcohol, and parabens. All this protection without clogging your pores. It's a must addition to your all-around daily skincare regimen. Try Briotech, a collection of sprayers from 2 ounces to 8 ounces. With this bundle, you can have Briotech Topical Skin Spray wherever life takes you. All natural and safe to use from head to toe. Irritations? Redness? Post procedure sensitivities? Get Briotech Topical Skin Spray today. Learn more at BriotechUSA.com. That's B R I O T E C H USA.com. Support your skin at BrioTechUSA.com.
6: And use promo code BrioOnAir for 10% off your purchase. That's Brio on air for 10% off your purchase at BrioTechUSA.com.
2: Sakura Skin and Mind understands everything is connected. That's why Sakura offers mind modalities as well as clinical skin care services. Hypnotherapy, Reiki, microneedling, dermaplaning, facials, and more. With over 17 years of experience, Sakura has offered intuition, guidance, and results for her clients. Sakura Skin and Mind. Treating the inside to treat the outside. Keeping your skin beautiful while bringing out a healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com.
3: Alternative Talk 1150, here to uplift your day.
0: Welcome back to this episode of Go Beyond the Veil. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, intuitive energy healer, and your host, Sakura Sutter.
1: And I am transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. Join us here on KKNW at 2 to 3 p.m. every second Wednesday of each month as we try to put your skepticism to rest and make spiritual sense. Today, we have the pleasure of having Sarah Surrenders on our show. Sarah is a vibrational alignment coach and sound alchemist.
4: So Sarah, can you describe what one of your sessions look like? Absolutely. So for me, it's really important that we get nice and comfortable together. We have a sit down, we talk. Uh, the talking component can go anywhere to half of the session to just 15 minutes 15 minutes, if that's required. The sessions are two hours when we meet in person, and we just take the time to drop in and We just explore whatever's there present in that person's field in that moment. So a lot of times people just need space to be held to really be able to explore and to dive deeper into what's actually activating and causing them distress or discomfort in their lives. So we first go through that. We process any imbalances, any blockages and anything that's coming up and standing in the way. So that's what we do in in the conscious mind. And when we lie them down and they're invited to receive the sounds, we're working in the subconscious, which is where 90% of the healing is going to happen. But we first really need to create that relationship and that rapport of safety where they feel like they can be completely open and vulnerable, and most importantly, receptive to the sound. So they feel safe, and it becomes a whole experience where they're allowed to express and feel and receive different levels of information. It might be on the body level, on the mind level, on the emotions, and the spiritual. It might be galactic cosmic information mm-hmm. that's coming through in the session.
0: I like how you explain that, how it it, it really just drops you into that theta state, much like hypnotherapy and meditation
4: exactly and so and, and that's that's what we want to get them to that state of beingness okay
0: and so i imagine covid has changed your work to be more remote so how do your remote
4: sessions differ yeah it's been quite a journey with that um, <laughs> Sound just doesn't transmit well over um, over a video call, as I've had several disastrous experiences with. So what I do is I jump on a call with a person and I spend about an hour of time and we do the same deep dive. And sometimes it's more, even more intense because there's no distraction. And it's just, we get right in there. I see what needs to be worked on and addressed from a frequency level. And then I, after our call, I will do a personalized sound bath for them. So I will record everything and send it to them them so they can listen to that recording over and over again though it is specific for that moment in time in that energetic imprint that is showing up at the moment of our session but they can be listened to over and over and over again so it's really a personalized frequency code or I do um a power song or light language or whatever is necessary. Sometimes people just want a short little, let's say a 10 minute clip. And so I tap in, tune into the energy and I do something and I send that to them. And it's like a galactic activation download with frequency, sound and vibration. Awesome.
1: And I'm sure you've talked to your clients about this, but um, how effective do you think that is versus being in a room?
4: Well, my clients are pretty fixed on seeing me in person. So it's really about creating a new market for me, Uh, like reaching out and expanding. Um, People listen to the sound baths that are on the lives on Facebook. At the beginning, I pumped out uh, 9, 10, or 11 of them. I was showing up every day and offering. And then I started working privately in the one-to-ones, mostly doing vibrational alignment coaching, which doesn't even need to have the sound healing component at all. But we go into the field and we see the things that are out of harmony and out of balance, and take it from there. And then, if they want, I can send them a sound recording. But a lot of the work is actually not even sound related anymore. Hmm. Got it. You touched which on which is it. very exciting yeah. for me it's because it's it's been seven seven years over five thousand sessions, and so it's it's new. It's new and exciting. <laughs>
1: You talked a little bit about what is happening for your clients, and and we could touch on that again. But I'm, I'm curious what the experience is like for you when you're playing for someone.
4: It's such a deep honor to experience and witness somebody just fully drop into the places within themselves that are the scariest and the most fragile and the most vulnerable. And so I have to really go into a state of reverence and I almost enter a state of trans channeling when it's, when it's happening. I'm not very present. I mean, I'm very present to the needs of my client and the person in the receptive position. However, um, the Sarah is out of the room and it really becomes very natural, very free flowing and very disembodied experience for me because I'm moving, but it's not me guiding and moving myself. So it's almost like being stoned hmm. um, or on a psychedelic experience. I'm not in the body and I have access to information that I don't usually have as as easy access to. It's like a portal just opens, and the information and the codes come through, and I'm just guided. It's it's magnificent. It's beautiful. Sometimes I'm crying in the sessions.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm curious. How can you tell when a session is su- successful? I guess I would say. Because I know there is some resistance, right? Somebody can walk in, but people aren't always open. Um, You obviously have a lot of different ways of getting information and evaluating that. But I'm just curious from your perspective, how can you tell uh, when when one session is more successful than another?
4: I don't really look for a success. Uh, I look at the face. It's like an after sound face. It's kind of like, you know, after you have sex, you have a certain face (laughs) that you look well satisfied. (laughs) And when your clients say that was the best I ever had and like a a perpetual orgasm, then I know I've done a really good job. Sounds like a good Um, session. It's a really good session and that happens a lot or when somebody just has a really big release and they feel safe Mm -hmm. enough to have the release or they get a past life information hit and they saw and they felt and they received a message or got a visitation from a a loved one who's departed on the other side or they just got clarity or, or just stepped into their body, maybe for the first time, really feeling things moving in their system. Anytime I'm getting any feedback like that, I feel like, they were able to receive what's being offered, but I've never had an unsuccessful sound bath session because there's no agenda. We're not trying to get them anywhere mm. I love that. except wherever they want to go. And they're in charge ultimately of the pathways that they take within the sound. There's nothing I can do to really make it, um, make magic happen in their system. It's a co creation.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: And they wouldn't be there if they didn't want it. Exactly. I'm not trying to force clients. I I am actually usually (laughs) solidly booked and I'm actually a lot more selective with who I work with because I really want to be really lit up and excited to welcome the person into my space and into my energy field. It takes a lot. And so only people who are ready, willing and able to do the work are really invited. So let's elaborate a little bit more on that. So what issues do you work with? I love to work with the really deep, difficult stuff tough stuff, the shadow work is really important for me. I'm not afraid of diving into traumas and patterns and and the ways people limit themselves. I really work with a lot of sexual abuse survivors, uh, particularly incest and um, domestic abuse, domestic violence, women who don't feel very connected and empowered and who have had situations happen where they haven't been able to find their power and their voice. So Mm -hmm. I'm very much uh, female-centered in terms of my mentorship programs, and most of my students are female. I do work with men as well, but it seems to be about 95% of my my clients are women. And um, I love sacral-centered issues. So creativity, passion, pleasure, purpose, sexuality, relationships, abundance, um, building trust and connection communication and connecting the womb, the sacral, the womb to the throat, to the voice center for activations where people can learn to express themselves fully and even helping women who've never sung sung and claim their power and claim their voice.
0: Hmm. And so can I ask you, does the the sound like break up the trauma pattern and also allow the, the client to recognize it or identify it?
4: It's really dependent on the client and how um, trauma-informed they are, trauma-sensitive they are. If they even know that they have active trauma and they're there coming to me to try to explore, that makes it a lot easier than Mm -hmm. suddenly uncovering something that wasn't brought up and wasn't the goal. Um, so the sounds allows you to go deep in t- inside yourself and to see the things that you may have hidden and repressed and suppressed because they weren't safe enough to be explored in the moment that they happened, right? And so all of a sudden you have this beautiful and sometimes very difficult opportunity to go in and explore what the sounds, what the frequencies, what the vibrations are trying to reveal to you and show you, because mm-hmm. if you don't know what you need to heal, then you don't know how to get there because you don't even know there's something that needs to be addressed, witnessed, observed, held, seen, and explored. So it depends. Sometimes we're facing trauma right away like a dragon that's right at the door, and sometimes it's much more subtle.
0: Mm, Okay. So how can sound healing help address the issues that are coming up right now during this pandemic?
4: Well, the message that's coming through again and again and again by my guides is that we really need to stabilize and hold the frequency. And we're being pulled in many different directions. And there are so many places of contention and division and duality. And the sound, everybody has their own sound. Everybody has their own frequency. And we're all a part of this cosmic symphony of the universe. Mm -hmm. And so as long as we can maintain our frequency at the highest possible potential in this given moment, then we're doing our part. But if we're adding to the chaos and if we're adding to the dissonance that's happening in the fields right now and we're becoming distorted then we're not actually actively contributing to the collective level of consciousness.
0: I love that. I love the cosmic symphony.
4: (laughs) We are a cosmic symphony, and even the garbage truck is part of the sound healing. Right. Like everything around us has a sound and a vibration, and so how we respond and react, if we react negatively because we don't enjoy the sound or the song or the music that's playing, we're going to have an um. Not the best experience of life, but if we can learn to dance with this new frequency and adjust and kind of adjust our own rhythms to reflect more where we would like to be and not where we currently are, Mm -hmm. to kind of project ourselves in the hologram that this universe is of where it is we'd like to be and where it is we're going. So holding that frequency and raising our vibration to even higher capacities than we thought we're capable of ourselves. That's beautifully put. And with that, we're going
0: to take a break, but stick around for a sample of Sarah's Sound Alchemy when we return.
7: u r a are a
5: A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was. Before, it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y. R-E-I-C-H dot com.
7: Pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at SakuraSkinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A-Skinandmind.com.
3: Don't let that herd mentality lead you off a cliff. We support thinking for yourself on Alternative Talk 1150.
0: Welcome back to this episode of Go Beyond the Veil. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, intuitive energy healer, and your host, Sakura Sutter.
1: And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. Join us here on KKNW at 2 to 3 p.m. every second Wednesday of each month as we try to put your skepticism to rest and make spiritual sense. Today, we have the pleasure of having Sarah Surrenders on our show. Sarah is a vibrational alignment coach and sound alchemist.
0: So Sarah is going to now provide a sample of her sound alchemy. So if you would like to participate, I would ask that you please refrain from driving or operating any heavy machinery. And is there anything else that our listeners need to know, Sarah?
4: If they can just lie down or close their eyes and just be as present wherever they are in their body and just take a few minutes to connect, to ground, to anchor, to feel and to receive whatever codes and frequencies their body would like to take in and integrate in this moment. Wonderful. Thank you. Wow. That was beautiful. So It didn't resonate that well, but the intention is there.
1: That's great. I was actually going to ask you what your intention was when you created that piece.
4: I really wanted to go with the collective energy. There was a full moon going on. We were stepping into a Syrian portal of energy. And so what I wanted to do was ground, expand and open.
0: That's wonderful. So can I ask you, should people listening to that experience something right away?
4: I mean, the the quality of the sound, the way it came through on the transmission, wasn't super deeply um, uh, powerful in terms of how much you could hear it. There's a lot of it that got lost. Mm. But it should have moved something within you or something might have piqued your interest or you may have felt one of the sounds more than you did the other. And perhaps it took you on a journey and an exploration of somewhere that you should go into and look and see further.
0: So you pointed out something. um, I I would imagine in sound healing, there were some tools maybe in the beginning that you weren't so savvy to. I think you had mentioned that, like maybe with bowls, you didn't like the way bowls sounded. So does that typically mean that that's something that we really need to work with?
4: I think it was the the way the practitioner was working with the Tibetan bulls that when I was first exposed to them, I kind of underestimated their power and their potential just because it didn't do anything for me. It didn't hit anything for me. Mm. And then ironically, the Tibetan bulls have really been what I dedicated and devoted myself to for four years. And in terms of working on the bottom three chakras and really moving through anchoring and embodying ourselves in this physical form that we're here in i find that the tibetan bowls are really wonderful to help people feel in their body and feel the vibrations moving and like circulating through their system whereas at first i was really attracted to the crystal bowls which were just kind of an easy fix and just took you out of your body and into expansion right away and i found that the, the ground work is really really important to be fully running the energy and the vibration through your whole system in a balanced way.
1: Uh, Are you playing the Tibetan bowls on the person's body?
4: I play them mostly around the body. I do put them on the body. I have about 30. bowls uh, around anybody when they're lying down. So they're actually feeling uh, the vibrations in a much more subtle way. There's a lot of people who load up the body with Tibetan bowls, but I'm like one body on the bowl at a time kind of a girl. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mm -hmm. I like to run vibration through in ways that require you to have a somatic experience with the sound and not um, a very overwhelming experience of having five or six bowls on you. I don't find that very relaxing. Is there a reason why you would choose one over the over the other as far as like the gong or tuning forks? Uh, I use them all together. I weave them all together in creating a personalized soundscape for the person. So it's never just a Tibetan bowl session or just a gong session. It's always um, playing the sound in different areas and different aspects and at different moments to really bring them somewhere in their journey within themselves.
1: And do you prepare beforehand or is it just, so, just something where you've got all your instruments out and you sit down and it just intuitively happens?
4: There's never really any preparation for a session in terms of whatever's coming is coming and I'm ready for it and I can handle it. But in terms of preparing the space and and making the, the container sacred, there's definitely intention and energy and time that goes into getting the space ready, but also getting myself ready, making sure that I'm a clear channel and that I'm fully in alignment and that I've stepped out of the way so that I can more receive information and guidance from my client. So it does require at least an hour before session and an hour in between sessions to just be able to release and let go of anything that happened before so that it's a clear and neutral space to welcome them in. So as a clear
0: channel, do you know where this information is being channeled from?
4: many different sources and different places. It really depends on the person who comes in for the session or the group collective energy, if it's a group sound bath, because I'm working with my guides, their guides, and it's a co-creative, collaborative experience. And so I know that I'm working a lot with the Pleiadian energies, uh, with the Arcturians, with the Andromedans, with the Syrians. Um, But there's also past life versions and visions of myself and higher level pieces Mm. and rememberings that move through in session. And so sometimes somebody is singing through my body and I don't recognize it as this incarnation of myself. However, I recognize it as a piece and a fractal of my soul Mm. that's working with me. So it's like interdimensional travel through space and time to access the vision and the version of myself that can best be of assistance in this time and space reality with this person.
0: So how do you discern whether or not to share the information coming through with your
4: clients? It depends on their level of openness. You never want to overwhelm somebody's system. Not everybody is ready to welcome aliens in the room. (laughs) Why Um,
0: not? (laughs) I know. I'm I'm all like,
4: yeah, let's
0: do it. Let's go. 2020,
4: come on. (laughs) Exactly. But not everybody can handle that. And so it takes a lot of ability to have discernment. Discernment is very important in my work and knowing what can be shared and what cannot be shared in the same way that sometimes I operate as a a medium and I'm able to have information from a departed loved one, but they might not be ready to receive the message Mm And so sometimes I have to wait a few sessions where we already have developed a rapport and trust, and they're already having freaky deaky stuff happen in the sound bath. And so it's no longer um, such a crazy idea to go in and discuss what they may have already felt, seen and experienced within the sound.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I was gonna ask that early about trauma. If the client doesn't have an experience uh, or a memory of trauma, but you get some piece of information, how do you decide to share that with them?
4: It's so delicate, right? And it depends what the intention of the client coming in is. So if they're here to work on one particular issue and I feel like that piece of trauma and information and that intuitive hit is relevant to what they're experiencing and what's causing the blockage in their life, I may just ask some questions to kind of poke around and explore a little bit if there's any potential for openness or awareness on a certain level, because I always believe that we have an awareness of trauma. It may just be subconscious, right? But if we start to ask the right questions and to see and to read the body language, we can get tremendous amounts of information that we can either choose to share or we can express and formulate in a different way, bring in um, awareness and attention and some place for them to observe without having to dive deeply into it in in that moment as it presents itself.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, thanks for explaining that. Well, with that, we're going to take a break, but everyone stick around for more Go Beyond the Veil. Did you know that your skin is your body's first defense against disease and infection? BrioTech knows and has developed their topical skin spray to enhance your skin's natural healing responses and defenses. BrioTech is all about providing its customers products that help promote skin wellness. BrioTech Topical Skin Spray is a light misting spray free of added fragrance, oil, alcohol, and parabens. All this protection without clogging your pores. It's a must addition to your all around daily skincare regimen. Try Briotech, a collection of sprayers from 2 ounces to 8 ounces. With this bundle, you can have Briotech Topical Skin Spray wherever life takes you. All natural and safe to use from head to toe. Irritations? Redness? Post procedure sensitivities? Get Briotech Topical Skin Spray today. Learn more at BriotechUSA.com. That's B-R-I-O-T-E-C-H-U-S-A dot Support your skin at BrioTechUSA.com.
6: And use promo code BrioOnAir for 10% off your purchase. That's BrioOnAir for 10% off your purchase at BrioTechUSA.com. What's your story? Have you ever sat with that question and looked to your heart for the answer? It's time to explore the real you. Tune in Thursdays from 4pm to 5pm for the brand new show Story You with Coach Debbie. Debbie and her guests have a mission to inspire and coach you to find your voice. If you need direction Story You with Coach Debbie is for you. If you want to be an author, Story You with Coach Debbie is for you. Tune in Thursdays at 4pm and be inspired.
2: Secura Skin and Mind understands everything is connected. That's why Sakura offers mind modalities as well as clinical skin care services. Hypnotherapy, Reiki, microneedling, dermaplaning, facials and more. With over 17 years of experience, Secura has offered intuition, guidance and results for her clients. Secura Skin and Mind, treating the inside to treat the outside. Keeping your skin beautiful while bringing out a healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Learn more at Secura Skin and mind. Mind.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A. Skin and mind.com.
3: Alternative talk, eleven fifty on AM ninety eight point nine HD three on HD. Eleven fifty KKNW.com on the web.
0: Welcome back to this episode of Go Beyond the Veil. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, intuitive energy healer, and your host Sakura Sutter.
3: And I'm
1: transformational coach, author, and your host Roy Reich. Join us here on KKNW at two to three p.m. every second Wednesday of each month as we try to put your skepticism to rest and make spiritual sense. Today, we had the pleasure of having Sarah Surrenders on our show. Sarah is a vibrational alignment coach and sound alchemist. So, Sarah, you mentioned earlier that you work with terminal patients. What is that experience like, and what has it taught you?
4: That has been the most difficult and the most beautiful experience of my work with sound because it's a process of holding space and witnessing somebody in the last moments of their life in the last weeks months or even days or minutes and just being able to acknowledge whatever pain and whatever fears and regrets are coming up and to be able to bring some kind of balm to that pain and to that experience and to just really be present with the fragility of life and the moment and to get those last minute observations and the wisdom that they share when it's the end of their time to, to receive that information and in the words and the knowledge that's coming through and to witness that is in sometimes very heartbreaking and in other times just so deeply powerful and humbling of an experience because it brings you to face your own mortality and so being able to offer sound and to share and to to give whatever you have to give that you've been called to offer in that moment and that at the end of their life they choose sound to grace them in that process is is wow Mm.
1: can you talk about why someone would choose sound in that situation
4: Yeah, I mean, I think they have to feel very called to finding a connection to the divine. It's oftentimes when people haven't really had a spiritual connection or a religious system to fall back on, and then it's the end of the days. And then they're looking to find um, a place of trust and faith that they're going somewhere above and beyond this space. And so as they are able to receive the sound, often when they're in altered states with pain or on medication, and they're able to really ask those questions during the experience and go there and see and feel and experience what's waiting for them on the other side, if you will, it brings tremendous peace and calm and serenity and can really help to dissipate the pain.
0: Yeah. So it also is like a disassociation, right?
4: It it almost takes them out of that pain body Exactly. They're, they're leaving the body and they're getting a taste and a touch of something else that is above and beyond what can be explained, but they're having an experience with it. And so they're no longer as scared walking into that tunnel that is death.
0: Mm -hmm. And that must make you feel so wonderful to know that they chose you in their last days
4: it's the the last word that my client gave me after working with her for four times a week for four months at the end of her journey. She said, Sarah, and she held my hand, I trust you. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, at the time, seven years ago, I was waiting for her to say something else as if that wasn't the bigger offering and gift she was giving me, but she had never really trusted anybody. So for her to give me that at the end, and I knew she was going to die Uh, within hours and she did yet she was in denial but for her to share those words with me of Sarah I trust you and she told me one day you're going to live by this and be fully supported and taken care of and I'll make sure of that from above and (laughs) she stuck to her word because it was very humble beginnings and I I thank her every night for her guidance over me and her supporting my work that's That's beautiful (laughs) Mm.
1: Um, so so What are some of the differences between a group sound session and an individual sound session?
4: So a group session uh, involves having to interact and engage with the collective energy field and so what we'll find when we do the opening intention session and ceremony is that actually everybody's really mirroring each other and they're going through very similar situations and experiences and that the cosmic soup of souls that are sitting before us in a circle and receiving the sounds are actually really on the same page and in the same frequency. Sometimes not, sometimes it's kind of a a soup that doesn't have the best kind of a flavor but it's still a soup and there's a purpose to that so it's it's the collective energy and it's, it's difficult for me definitely more difficult for me because I have to engage with many different energies and find the best way to be able to speak to everybody mm-hmm. in terms of giving that frequency that sound and that energy um, that they're needing in that moment so it requires more of a dance and more of a more energy definitely on my end when I'm doing a sound bath for a group. And the private session is all for that person, what they need. And it's so much more intimate and it's so much more personal. And it's it's delicious. I love the one-on-one. I just love <laughs> to get in deep and it's, it's beautiful. It's magnificence, And we have a purpose and we have an intention. And we're trying to arrive somewhere without arriving anywhere, if you will. <laughs> I love that.
0: So mm. how has working with sound changed your life?
4: It has opened doors and portals that I never dreamed possible for myself. I had very small dream for my life. I had a lot of pain. I had a lot of trauma. I had a lot of discomfort. I had physical illness that I had battled with for 10 years and I wasn't happy. I wasn't healthy. I wasn't living on my purpose. I wasn't passionate. I wasn't I wasn't open to the universal source field i didn't understand vibration frequency energy electricity and charge and as soon as i started working with this all of these ancient rememberings and these activations within my cells just started expanding and showing themselves the pieces and the parts of me that i had forgotten and in remembering who i was I felt so much more connected to myself and to my soul and the universe supported me with abundance and with love and with community and compassion and kindness. And it was really like riding this wave without knowing that I could surf and learning that I could surf and I would be held and I would be supported and that everything was going to be more than fine, that I could actually have bigger dreams for myself. Mm. And what is that bigger dream? Where do you hope to grow from here? I want to be teaching sound healing, but not just sound healing, sound alchemy. So the process of working in the energetic body and really bringing back the temples of ancient times back to our living rooms, back to the now in this 2020, really reclaiming our sovereignty, reclaiming our voice, reclaiming our own potential to heal ourselves and others. Mm, That's wonderful.
1: I love that. Um, Mm. So where can our listeners learn more about you?
4: They can go to my website, which is uh, sarasurrenders.com or on Facebook, the Resonance Temple, dash Sarah Surrenders, or on Instagram, you can find me at Sarah Surrenders or Resonance Temple.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, thanks again for being here and sharing your gift with all
4: of us.
1: Yes, thank you so much.
4: My pleasure. Thank you for reaching out to this little Canadian sound healer. Over <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we'd also like to thank Eric, our stellar
0: producer, and you, the listener.
1: Don't forget to subscribe and like our podcast, Go Beyond the Veil, anywhere you can find podcasts.
0: Love the show? Follow us and like us on Facebook and Instagram and tell your friends. You can find me at sakurasutter.com.
1: You can find me at roryreich.com. Tune in every second Wednesday of each month at 2 to 3 p.m. for more Go Beyond the Veil, where we We make make spiritual sense. sense.